welcome back to It's an Inside Job podcast. I'm your host, Jason Lim. Now, this podcast is dedicated to helping you to help yourself and others to become more mentally and emotionally resilient so you can be better at bouncing back from life's inevitable setbacks. Now, on It's an Inside Job, we decode the science and stories of resilience into practical advice, skills, and strategies that you can use to impact your life and those around you. Now, with that said, let's slip into the stream. Welcome back, dear listener. I know this may be a little bit of a surprise that you've got this episode in your feed before the Monday, but this episode is the last episode of season one. I just wanted to create this short episode to talk about what we accomplished in season one and what to expect in season two. Season one was a mixture of different episodes. Now, some of those episodes were solo projects by myself, sharing my understandings, my knowledge, and my musings on how I think we can build resilience. And the other episodes, well, I was joined by a co-pilot. I had an interviewee with me all the way. And in each of those interviews, I learned so much. I learned as much as you guys do from listening to this podcast Because as I say time and time again, I don't have the whole picture. My background is in the cognitive and clinical sciences with a deep interest in neuroscience. But that is only one aspect of the resilience picture. To add to that mosaic, we're so many people. And I there's too many to name in this short podcast. But I just want to send a big shout out to all those guests who who said yes to my requests. You know... When I started this podcast way back in January 2022, six months ago, from this date of recording, I really didn't know what I was doing. I wanted to get out to do a podcast. And, you know, those first six months, I was actually building the plane as I was flying it to an unknown destination. And along the way, I've made some mistakes. I've failed. I've fumbled. I've, <laughs> and that's the magic of editing and post production. But that's what I did. But I have learned a lot since then. In season one, resilience was the main focus. It was how to build resilience. And the reason I, I initially started this, as you all know quite clearly, especially those who have joined me along the journey, is that I wanted to create a free resource for people to understand how to build that tenacity and fortitude and that mental and emotional strength as we move past the pandemic. You know, the whole focus of this resilience was to create post-traumatic growth and to continue the discussion, to create a conversation where we all can share our skills, stories, and strategies to do this. And a lot of the times when we're talking about resilience and facing adversity, these are skills that we should all have in our toolbox, but we can only refine it through the crucible of experience. You know, I've always thought of life as a game. Sometimes we get up on the, on the morning and the game is easy and light. And some mornings we get up and it's very serious and it's very heavy. But regardless, when we get up into this game, into life. What defines the rules of those games? Well, we do. It is defined by the meaning we give to situations. It's defined by the internal narrative that we assign to whatever situation or circumstance we find ourselves in. And all we need to do is to be cognizant of the narrative, cognizant of the story, cognizant of the meaning we ascribe to a situation. We change the meaning, we change the story, 
Well, we change our thinking. We change how we engage or disengage with the world. It changes our emotional response to that situation. And it changes how we approach, how we behave, and our attitudes to that situation or circumstance. But to change the story, to be aware of what we're thinking and what we're telling ourselves, that mind talk, well, that means we need to be cognizant of our own thinking, our emotions, and our behavior. That triad of dimensions that make up any moment that we find ourselves in. And that means we need to sometimes turn off the autopilot and we need to be present. We need to be in the here and now. We need to think about our thinking or what we call metacognition. It is only in the pilot seat and with the autopilot off that can, that we can be aware of how we are engaging or disengaging with the world. And in order for us to be in the pilot seat, it means we need to be cognizant of how we are investing our attention. Now, our attention is, it, it is the cognitive currency for everything, how we collaborate or communicate, how we cooperate, how we make decisions. It requires attention. But for most of us, we expend our attention without really thinking of the cost or where we are investing it. Part of resilience, part of us facing adversity or choosing to move into well-being, well, it requires us to think about how we are investing our attention. Now, attention can be in four dimensions. It can be focused externally, outwards of us, towards a situational awareness, But we can also self-reflect. We can turn our attention internally. And that might be when we are lost in thought about the past or we're thinking about the future. Well, attention can also be narrow or it can be broad. So these four dimensions are very important, especially when we're sitting in the pilot seat and we're trying to understand how to change the narrative, how to change the, the context in which we are giving meaning to a situation. By assigning a fresh perspective or a new meaning to something, changing up the narrative, well, this is a tool that we've talked about, and this is called reappraisal. Now, a second major tool is something called reframing. That means we look at the same situation, but we take a different angle. We take a different perspective. Maybe we shift from problem to solution. Maybe we shift from the granular to the global. Maybe we shift from the subjective to the objective. So reframing and reappraisal are two skills that are always available to us. But in order to do that, we need to be aware of how we focus our attention and the meaning we give to that attention. Now, a second important dimension to building resilience and facing adversity is the ability to move from a reactive to a reflective mindset. And In season two, we're going to do a deeper dive into the neuroscience of the different networks and how we can shift from reactive to reflective. Because once we understand more about the brain, that gives us more latitude and altitude in order to get into that pilot seat. In season two, we are going to continue our conversation of resilience and facing adversity. But I also want to add another dimension. We've touched based on it, but I want to talk about well-being and what that means and how we move towards it. It's not always about being happy, but it's understanding this 
multitude, this rainbow of different emotions that give us the vibrancy of life, the spice of life as we move through this game, as we move through life and how different situations, circumstances can trigger these different emotions. And well-being is a very complex emotion. It includes a whole host of different emotions. And by understanding the different perspectives from scientists to authors to business owners to entrepreneurs to people who have experienced different adversities and how they come through it, well, when we come through it, that experience, that crucible of change and uncertainty and coming through the storm, that gives us an even deeper dimension and latitude to understand what well-being is about. So in July, we are going to continue the conversation on building resilience, facing adversity in different forms and different fashions. And we're going to include a large chunk on well-being because well-being in itself is a very complex emotion. There's many moving parts to it. And so I have invited a number of guests to speak to all three of these things, resilience, facing adversity, and well-being. So I have a host of very high caliber, interesting, engaging guests that will speak to these three topics. So to officially kick off season two of Inside Job, I have invited three Canadians. On July 11th, I've invited Mark Hennick. He's an author and a suicide survivor. He now speaks globally on TEDx and to different groups and foundations and companies about suicide and suicide prevention. And that's so important. There are so many skills there to learn when it comes to helping people to pull them back from the edge. I have Max Eisen. His interview is coming up July 18th. Now, Max is a survivor of the Holocaust of Auschwitz and Birkenau. And his story is also very gut-wrenching, but there's so much to learn from that, especially when we consider what is happening on the borders of Europe, something that we thought would never happen in 2022 or even the 21st century. And on July 25th, to wrap up the month, Dr. Ann Kaplan uh, will be joining me. She's an entrepreneur, she's an author, she's also a television host, and she's the star of The Real Housewives of Toronto. Now, she's a real Renaissance woman. We do speak about her business and her accomplishments, but the depth of that conversations about the trauma and the tribulations that she had to survive and to overcome to build a very successful career and to build a sense of self-worth in herself. Well, before we round off this episode, I'd like just to share some quotes with you, some thoughts that others have had about building resilience, facing adversity, and well-being. I hope they trigger your curiosity. I can be changed by what happens to me, but I refuse to be reduced by it. Maya Angela. The human capacity for burden is like bamboo, far more flexible than you'd ever believe at first glance. Jody Picoult. When we learn how to become resilient, we learn how to embrace the beautiful broad spectrum of human experience. Jada DeWalt. I am not what happened to me. I am what I choose to become. Carl Gustav Jung. Spring reminds us that resilience is only a season away. Unknown. No matter how much falls on us, we keep plowing ahead. That's the only way to keep the roads clear. Greg Kincaid. Persistence and resilience only come from having been given the chance to work through difficult problems. Gever Tully. 
You may have to fight a battle more than once to win it, Margaret Thatcher. Rock bottom became the solid foundation in which I rebuilt my life, J.K. Rowling. She stood in the storm, and when the wind did not blow her away, she adjusted her sails, Elizabeth Edwards. You must bear losses like a soldier, the voice told me bravely and without complaints. And just when the day seems lost, grab your shield for another stand, another thrust forward. That is the juncture that separates heroes from the merely strong. Margaret George. On the other side of the storm is the strength that comes from having navigated through it. Raise your sail and begin. Gregory S. Williams. The difference between a strong man and a weak one is that the former does not give up after defeat. Woodrow Wilson. It may sound strange, but many champions are made champions by setbacks. Bob Richards. Fall seven times, stand up eight. Japanese proverb. Resilience is very different than being numb. Resilience means you experience, you feel, you fail, you hurt, you fall, but you keep going. Yasmin Mogahid. We are not a product of what has happened to us in our past. We have the power of choice. Stephen Covey. Resilience is the ability to attack while running away. Wes Fessler. Resilience is based on compassion for ourselves as well as compassion for others. Sharon Salzberg. Courage does not always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day saying, I will try again tomorrow. Mary Ann Rademacher. Turn your wounds into wisdom, Oprah Winfrey. Forgive yourself for your faults and your mistakes and move on. Les Brown. We all have battles to fight, and it's often in those battles that we are most alive. It's on the front lines of our lives that we earn wisdom, create joy, forge friendships, discover happiness, find love, and do purposeful work. Eric Rittens. Well, this has just been a short feeder, you know. I'm really looking forward to kicking off the second season starting July 4th. And again, I just want to send a big thank you to all of you. You know, the listenership is increasing remarkably, and I'm surprised how it's <laughs> growing organically. You know, thank you from those from Tokyo that sent feedback, Mozambique, um, parts of South America, Sao Paulo, and, and Rio, and Toronto, and Chicago, and Boston, a couple from Texas. Definitely Norway, Sweden, Denmark. So I appreciate all the feedback, and it, it, it inspires me. So anyways, folks, thanks again. If you get a chance, please subscribe, please rate, please share this podcast with people. But until the kickoff of next week, um, the second season, I hope you keep well, keep strong, and we'll speak soon.